victims, for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. This is the podcast that uh, every week, sometimes a day or two late, but every week does prove that the horror never ends. Uh, each episode, we seek out and review a brand new horror movie, and then we go back and find a classic work with similar themes. We do include spoilers for the new film. However, we are going to wait until the very end of the show to spoil the new feature, and we will let you know before we do so. If you don't wish to hear the spoilers, just uh, turn us off at that point. promise you guys won't miss a thing. We generally assume you have already seen the classic film, uh, so there will be spoilers when we discuss anything that has been out for at least a year. The other thing that we may do from time to time is use a few four-letter words. This is a horror podcast, and horror movies tend to be R-rated. You can expect us to be, too. Uh, I'm Lance, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, uh, Brian and Philip. How's it going, guys? Going pretty good. Yeah. Bonissimo. We're happy. It's not frozen anymore. <laughs> right. Well, uh, you all want to jump into Cool of the Week? Any Anybody uh, got something they're just dying to talk about? When we were putting together our, our uh, top and uh, our best and worst list, I was trying to squeeze in a lot of movies I haven't seen. So I'm trying to, you know, get ahead of all that this year. So um, I'm going to do quick little little reviews real quick. Okay. Cool. Not even really. Yeah. Not even really reviews. I'm just speak on them. I saw the uh, the remake to Inside, which oh. um, oh. the it was a remake of a French horror film. Sure. That movie's garbage. No. <laughs> okay. Fair no, enough. it 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 was predictable. It was just a, a movie of bad choices going throughout the entire movie. It's just everything the lady was doing. You were just like, why are you doing this? I know it's a movie and I, I don't like to say that. And especially, I'm, you know, I'm not in that position. You know, I've never been a, a partially deaf pregnant woman having someone <laughs> trying to take my baby. But okay. <laughs> the movie was oh, boring. Oh, that one. I know uh, what you're talking about now. Right. I, okay, I got you. It was boring as shit. Um, the uh, next movie I watched was uh, Mom and Dad, starring Nicolas Cage uh, and Selma okay. Blair. Okay. Tell me I liked, good. I, I kind of liked it. I kind of liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I was a little disappointed. That's it's, not a um, view. Yeah. Um, the explanation why parents want to kill their children wasn't really explained or hashed out. Which sometimes it doesn't need to be, but I kind of felt like what was going on in this movie, I, I was just like kind of lost at times. Okay. And as far as Nick Cage, I think they pulled back on his craziness. There was times when oh, no. there, there was, yeah, there was times when I, I was like, here it comes. You know, there's there's a, mm-hmm. there's a scene in the trailer where he sings the Hokey Pokey song. Right. Yeah. And he's like smashing something. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we go. And then I don't know this. This movie was made for full-on Nick Cage just raging out. Right. And didn't get it. But it, it's decent, though. 
it's shot really well and it kind of the beginning kind of reminds you like a old kind of the way the intro is like kind of a grindhouse type movie mm-hmm. so um i do was recommend it, it was it fun um at times it was fun but uh-huh. uh it's just the story kind of had me lost on on what was the what was going on really okay okay and <clears throat> excuse me um and the last movie i've seen was the midnight man ah which, okay if I wish at this time last year we watched this instead of the Bye Bye Man. It's not <laughs> a perfect better, movie. Huh? It's yeah, it's not a perfect movie, but it was more entertaining. Okay. Um, can't really explain it because uh, I end up giving away. But it, it's it's a decent story. It has Robert England in it and Lynn Shay. Lynn Shay's doing her best, like crazy grandma mm-hmm. role. So um, I do recommend recommend this definitely, and uh, I think that's what I all I've seen. I started that that Netflix open house movie, mm, but I, after I ten heard. minutes, I turned it turned it off. I haven't heard anything good. <laughs> yeah, so I think yeah, it's pretty much. Uh, I'm trying to get get a jump start on all these movies. Good idea. But, uh, oh, yeah. and I uh, watched a new season of Friday Night Tykes. Love that show. It's a little off topic. It is pretty funny. Uh, yeah, it's it's based on the the what is it? Typha, the Typha football league, the youth football league in Texas. Okay. Yeah, something like that. I, it, little league, little league football, like little little yeah. kids. I I really enjoy it because um, they hit the shit uh, out of each other. Yeah, I enjoy it because my my son played a uh, Pop Warner football, and it brings back a lot of memories. Because <laughs> the in my time uh, with him in Pop Warner football, I, I did see a lot of coaches fighting each other, a lot of parents fighting each other. <laughs> they get excited about that shit, right? We just yeah. signed back up for baseball, so uh, I'm I'm ready for it. <laughs> so uh, off off topic of what we talk about, but uh, definitely recommend it. There's like four seasons on uh, Netflix. Cool. Uh, I watched. Uh, I finally watched The Shape of Water, which uh, ah, nice was was pretty awesome. Um, I I don't really have any negative things to say about it, except that with all the Oscar buzz and everything that it got, I I I think maybe I expected it to be maybe a little better. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, you were like, you, I, you, you yeah. were going in expecting too much. Yeah, I think so. I mean, because okay. it was definitely an awesome movie, but like, I, I I didn't I didn't come away from it going, "Whoa, that was amazing." Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I have I haven't seen all the movies nominated, but I, I really what is her name? Sally Hawkins. Yes. The lead actress. I think she should win because she oh, she did yeah. so she Over did Francis so much McDormand? without saying anything. I have not seen it yet. I, I'm actually uh, going to check that out this okay. week. But all right. Out of the movies I've seen, I I would have to go with her because, like I said, I, I felt like she did a lot without yeah. having to say anything. Yeah, she carried that movie with no lines. So that was awesome. Um, I Good also watched uh, I Tanya, which oh, I I went in <laughs> not nice. expecting a lot, and I loved this movie. Uh, it was so great. I'm the only one who didn't. <laughs> you didn't like it? I didn't uh, love it. I thought it was I thought it was hilarious. Um, I thought Marco Robbie did great, and it was uh, it was Tell great storytelling. Like, Tommy, you didn't like that Sean character. 
Yeah. With his, with his CIA, FBI special training and yes. his little special ops missions he was on. I like this. I like the scene with the reporter. And he's yeah. talking about all his missions. And she was like, no, you didn't do that. And he was like, yes, I did. She was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> and then I he kind of just has that. He just has that weird look on his face. Like, maybe I didn't. Yeah, and I I bet you he's really like that too. Because I think they showed a, a um, like an interview with the actual dude at the very end of the movie, and he is he's like that. These these this is how these people are. It was it's such a it's it's like a uh, it's like one of those crime gone bad movies, right? Sure, sure. That, that is like actually Fargo or something a little bit. Yeah, like not Fargo or. Dramatic. Uh, yeah, there was there was another one that came out not too long ago that had um, uh, Zach Galifianakis in it. Ah, okay, I know the one you're talking about. It was it was, it was, more was of a comp, straight up comedy, right? Yeah, it was it was like that, but in sure. real life. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, what's his name was uh, pretty unrecognizable because you don't uh, Sebastian Stan, uh, the Winter Soldier. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, that that's, was, that's oh, our husband. Sure, sure. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I finally figured. I finally figured that out about halfway through the movie. But no, I I really enjoyed that. That one I came away with going, wow, that was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and what is the actress that plays her mom? Oh, oh she's awesome. I, yeah, she, she, Allison, she's nominated. Allison Janney, right? Yeah, she's nominated for a supporting actress. Okay, she should be. She was great in that role. Like she's a, the the asshole mother that chain smokes cigarettes and is just like this old curmudgeon. <laughs> Tough it out. Yeah. It's, it's funny. <laughs> uh, I think that's about it for me this week. That and uh, Day of the Dead, I think, is going to be uh, my my real cool of the week. Cause, oh, uh, Day, I, of Dead, Day, of, Day of the Dead Bloodline, huh? Negative. The original Day of the Dead <laughs> <laughs> was uh, was really a pleasure to watch, man. To so go back and check that one out again. So we'll get into that later, but uh, yeah, definitely worth a watch again. Go check it out. All right. Yeah. Well, I uh, I spent I spent four days in New Orleans, so didn't didn't watch any. In fact, uh, my wife put me on uh, total Facebook silence and Messenger silence and. Pod- <laughs> podcast silence and all that which was pretty cool for four days but uh (laughs) i did manage to watch a uh a mini series on on netflix and it's not horror but uh it's fucking gory and violent as hell so i'm gonna say it's gonna qualify but uh you guys heard of this mini series called godless i've heard nothing but good things about that I've yeah, heard of it's, it. It's uh, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> it is. It's a way. It's got me wanting to do a second po- uh, offshoot podcast covering westerns. Now it's so. Damn it's a good. western. It's okay. A straight up western, dude. And Jeff Daniels, uh, he plays a character named Frank. And oh, uh, I, I'm not. I'm not going to give anything away because I didn't know a single thing about anybody going into the movie or what was going to ha- or the the uh, miniseries or what was going to happen. But uh, man, he. He pulls it off. I mean, he 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 steals the movie. And there's a lot of great characters and a, a lot of great performances. But uh, the way it's shot, man, you really feel like you're you're back in the old west. So uh, I'll probably check out some more westerns now. It's kind of got me uh, wanting to check out some more westerns. So all right, I highly highly recommend. Nice. It. It's only it's only seven episodes, 
and uh, it's it's classified as a mini series, so it is a self contained story. So uh, yeah, that's Godless uh, on on Netflix. So uh, Brian, any any headlines, man? True Detective season three. Um, they just announced that we are not getting it until 2019. Did anybody watch season two? I did. It was very tough to get through. <laughs> Why the fuck are they even doing a season three? Well, season one was great. Season one yeah, was great. That's why, because they're trying to recapture. Mm-hmm. I mean, so far, I mean, yeah, Marshal Ali, Marshal Ali yes. is in, uh, is the main detective in this one, and uh, who is directing? Uh, Jeremy Saulnier, who did uh, Green Room and Blue Ruin. Oh, oh. no shit. Yeah, he's uh, doing this season. Oh, dude, I'm in one million percent. I I tried to also. I try. I sorry, Brian didn't didn't mean to do that, man. I I, I just got so excited okay. when you said that. But uh, I, no, hmm. I've tapped out after one episode on the on the second season. But uh, this one, I will commit to the whole thing, no matter what. If if those guys are involved. Yeah, yeah. Um, season two. I mean, it had it did have its bright spots. Uh, I, th- I like Colin Farrell in it because there's a scene <laughs> where his son gets bullied and he shows up to confront the son on his doorstep. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> he, he has some colorful things to tell the little boy, <laughs> especially what he's going to do to his parents. So oh, no. <laughs> I, I, I kind of like his character. Standard, huh? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was it was very like. And the, the uh, Taylor Taylor Kitsch character, oh, I didn't understand why totally the fuck he was in it. the. That yeah, that whole story was just like, what is going on? You really hate that guy, huh, Lance? Oh, uh, dude, I, I'm not even going to be able to. <laughs> Michael Shannon's one of my favorite actors of all time, and he's starring in this new miniseries Waco. But because of the fact Taylor Kish is playing fucking David Koresh, I'm not even going to give it a chance. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> Forget it. Uh, let's see. Uh, also, uh, recently just casted uh, season three of True Detectives is Stephen Dorff and Scoop McNary. Yeah, it's a, that's, a, that's a great cast. Yeah, no, that's a great cast. And um, an actress I'm not too familiar with, Carmen Injogo. In Injogo, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's been in quite a bit. She's okay. um, she's kind of got sort of a ba- uh, sort of a tough girl vibe to her, and a lot of the stuff that I've seen her in. Um, what what has she been in? Because she's uh, been in quite a quite a, quite a few different uh, different movies. Let me pull her up because, like I said, I'm not she's, too she's familiar. She's hot, but she's one of those like hot and also kind of like tough looking chicks. If you catch my meaning, like she yeah. could fuck the hell out of you, but she could also kick your ass type. Okay, thing. now that I see her face, I've A seen her fear erection. <laughs> she was actually just in Alien Covenant. Uh, just oh yes, her. yes. She was the actress uh, when. Uh, She's the one that got locked in that room when the when the alien was mm-hmm. bursting out of the guy's uh, back. Okay, yeah. That yeah. actress. Yep, yep, yep. And it, it comes at night. That was the other one last year. I remember yeah, she's from. also she's also been in the Purge, Anarchy. Uh, she she was in Fantastic Beasts. Mm-hmm. So yeah. and now now that I'm seeing the, the, a picture, I'm putting it all together. Yeah, um, this looks like a great cast right here, but mm-hmm. we're not getting it until 2019. Uh, it's going to be a big year for for HBO because, uh, of course, we're not getting uh, Game of Thrones until 2019. Yeah, and the rumored uh, Watchmen uh, series that HBO is doing, ah, I, I heard things okay. that we're not going to get it until 
possibly 2019, maybe maybe late 2018, but okay. looks like it's going to be a big year for HBO. Yeah, but it is the Watchmen is is on then for sure. Yes. All right. Cool. Give it a give it a shot for sure. Uh, let's see uh, more TV news. Um, anybody ever watch uh, Gareth Edwards' uh, Monsters? Uh, yes. Movie series. Um, they are going to turn that into a TV show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so sure. I don't know if anybody's excited. Wasn't wasn't uh, speaking uh, of Scoot McNary? Wasn't he in that one? Wasn't he the main guy? In Monster? I, think I think so. He was. <laughs> I think so he, he was. Reprise his role, or what? he's going to have a busy year, man. He was in uh, Godless too, by the way. Yeah, he was, uh, <laughs> and of course, of course, he was the guy in the wheelchair in Batman v Superman. Oh, God. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> um, I've only seen the first Monsters, so uh, I know there's like a sequel. I haven't right. seen it, but. Um, uh, of course, I'll check it out. I mean, it doesn't get me too excited. Yeah, it doesn't get me too riled up, man. Uh, what Phil? does get me... A... <laughs> no, oh, go ahead. No, uh, sorry. I, I didn't think you had anything to say. No, don't have anything to say on that one. Uh, you might you might have something to say about this next little bit of TV news. Uh, Stars is developing a John Wick spinoff series called The Continental. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Keanu Reeves will not only cameo, but he's also uh, co-producing the show. Cool. Okay. Man, so. the way that they did the the John Wick 2, uh, I'm down. I mean, you know it was in my top five. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I, did it come out number one? I think it may have. I think <laughs> it did. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I just, the, the fight scenes that they did were excellent. I mean, very, very technical with the, with the shooting and the fighting and yes. it's great with the shooting and the fighting. I can't believe it. <laughs> but, uh, no, it was awesome, man. I, I loved it. I'm, I'm totally excited if they're going to do another one. Well, yeah, I think, I think uh, we all are. Series. Yeah. I mean, keep giving it to me. And, uh, this leads us into movie news. Um, they are trying to do an expanded universe with uh, this whole John Wick series. Um, okay. They are doing a spinoff movie titled The Ballerina. And a little a little bit of a synopsis, and not really a synopsis, but um, uh, it says it follows a young assassin seeking revenge on her murdered family. And it said it will be a mix of Luke Besson's La Femme Nikita with a pulpy style of Quentin Tarantino or Matthew Bond. Okay. All right. Dude, I'm all in, man. Definitely. I'm money down on that one. A movie that I just can't... I don't know if I'm behind or if I'm against it or what. Um, we, we've talked about the, the Tom Hardy Venom movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tom um, Blue in the face. <laughs> yeah. So now there's been reports that Tom Holland, who plays Spider-Man in uh, the MCU movies, has been uh-huh. uh, photographed on set. And the rumor is <laughs> the was- rumor is that he will be making a cameo, not as Spider-Man, but as Peter Parker. Well, whatever. So I guess that the, makes sense. We're going to be watching yeah. it no matter what, because you motherfuckers are going to make me. So who cares? I mean, just put yeah. all in there. Like it's not going to be in. awesome. Nah, bring Captain America <laughs> in there. Have him do little fucking uh, uh, 15 second commercials or something like that for kids to work out and eat their fucking vegetables. Bring Tony <laughs> yes, Stark in You know what? Tony or Stark superhero shit. Why not? You know? What the hell? Yeah, you know, my well, only Black thing Widow, is why why wouldn't Black Widow be their fucking uh, Venom or something, right? Come on, 
Well, Black Widow is going to be in everything because woman's movement. Yeah. So, yeah, she's uh, I mean, they're they're doing her own movie. We'll see how that goes. I'm not super excited about it. (laughs) (laughs) uh, The Black Widow movie. Yeah, I think it's it's a little late. I don't don't, to me, it doesn't make sense to do it now. They should if they'd done it at the beginning, it would have been really cool. But now that they're doing it now, after this whole trend is going on, yeah, it's I, uh, maybe I, laying it on a little thick. I, I think I would be a little bit more excited about a Black Widow if they made it as like a prequel movie. Yeah, you well, know, because she I'm has sure a whole backstory. She has a whole backstory of being an assassin and doing like really mm-hmm. fucked up shit. So I would like to see part of that, and you know what made her turn, right. you know, basically to the to the to to the good side. So, um, and the last little bit of thing we're going to talk about is, uh, another thing we've talked about a lot is Quentin Tarantino's Manson family inspired movie. Cause nobody knows if it's an actual movie about the Manson family or if it's just happening during what was happening. But, uh, uh Leonardo DiCaprio, sweet. yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio is, uh, officially casted he is in the movie. So, uh, also, um, Matt Smith, uh, he was a former uh, Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. Sure. Yep, he is playing Charles Manson. Oh, uh, he's creepy. <laughs> he's so, got the creep factor down. Definitely, with who is officially casted and who is rumored to be in it, I, I'm a big fan of Tarantino, so I'm definitely going to see this. Um, I do hope it is more Manson family than shit just going on. During that time, because the kind of yeah. some stories I've heard, it kind of reminds me of that. Uh, what was that movie? Uh, Summer of Sam with uh, John Leguizamo. Yeah, that was yeah. taking place of what was going on, not the actual, you know, killings. So, well, I mean, it's it's Tarantino, so it's going to be. I, I mean, you're going to have to watch it. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. I I, I have pretty good faith that it's going to be good. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, and um, I think that is all the yep that is all the news we have. Okay, well that uh, means it's time to take our little trip down to the trailer park, boys. Brian, what's the uh, first new trailer to talk about tonight? The first one we're going to talk about is a new series on Netflix called Altered Carbon, starring Joe Joel Kinnaman, Christine Lehman, and Antonio Marzell. What did you guys think of Altered Carbon? Interesting. I, yeah, it, I'll, I'll, I want to hear what you guys have to think first. It's very um, almost Blade Runner kind of. Uh, uh, what was the movie with fucking? I'll think about it in a minute. Oh, you talking y'all, about the one with uh, uh, yeah. Equilibrium? Is that it? Oh, okay. Equilibrium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yes. was a good one. Ish. I, I, uh, Christian Bale was in that one, right? Christian Bale, yeah, that's the okay. one I'm thinking. Yeah, a little bit of uh, that, a little bit of the Matrix. Yeah, it's uh, I, it, it's interesting. Is it a movie or a series? It's a it's series. It's going to be a series. Okay, I think that I like it as a series. Mm. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm in. Um, the actor Joel Kinnaman, I, I like him. I, I don't think he gets enough credit. You know, he was pretty good in The Killing. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually thought the RoboCop remake was decent. And I thought he he kind of brought something to the role. Um, you know, he kind of was just in Suicide Squad. He didn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely down for for a new uh, 
science fiction series. And then as far as series goes, Netflix is really, really Lance, you spoke on, uh, what was it? Uh, what was the Western? Oh, godless. Yeah. And I think this will just be another series that, that people uh, will binge cause they just right. been knocking it out of the park as far as their series yeah. goes. So I'm definitely in, it looks very, very interesting. Yeah. Um, I can't fucking wait, guys. I fuck. I, I saw this trailer. I, I this is the first time I've seen it. I've heard talk about this before. I think maybe the guys on uh, horror news radio talked about it or something like that in their news items about a month ago. But uh, just watching this trailer, I'm fucking in love with it. I, I am so glad too that it's uh, ten episodes because I was afraid. Oh man, I love it so much. I'm gonna look and it's only gonna be like five or six episodes. But uh, yeah, 10, and that's good. It doesn't list it as a miniseries, so hopefully it'll be an ongoing. There's just so much you can do with a storyline. So yeah. you've got one person, like a human being. They touched on this quite a bit in the original Star Trek series. I've read a lot of science fiction novels, and, and, and this is a topic that comes up a lot, is how to kind of like, quote-unquote, keep yourself alive forever by transferring yourself into a different body or into a robot or a you know, a machine or a computer or something like that. So there's no limits where this show could go. And it looks so fucking amazing. The special effects and the action looks looks just incredible. And James Purefoy, he's always great. When I saw him in the trailer, I got I got super excited because I like everything that I've ever seen him in. Um, the chicks look hot. That helps a lot. <laughs> <laughs> special effects are fucking amazing. I can't wait. You know what? Like I was saying, um, Annihilation is far and away my most anticipated movie so far of the year. But uh, this is this has got to be my most anticipated TV show of the of the year. And when I saw that it premieres in just a few weeks, I, I can't con- I can't contain my my excitement, guys. I haven't been this thrilled for something in a long time. I am really looking forward to this. Uh, looks like maybe we might be doing a, a bonus recap after you know we all see the show. Oh man, cool. I hope so. I hope yeah. so. Uh, Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, you're yeah, you're right, Lance. Uh February second premieres on oh, Netflix. Man, I can't wait. I, man, they are putting them all up at once, right? Please yes. tell me. Uh, oh, it's Netflix. It's do. Netflix, yeah. so Okay, cool. Well I don't know, because that new David Letterman show, they said they're only doing like one a week or something. Oh, because I think they're trying to do it as a talk show format, you right. know, every week, so Okay. Yeah. Cool. February second, everyone. I'm in. Uh, right. I may, I may have this. I may have all ten episodes watched by February third. Uh, yeah, I'm. A, I'm definitely going to try. So yeah, um, I'll be there with you. It looks, cool. it looks awesome. I love science fiction stuff. All right, on to our next trailer, which will be Summer of '84, starring Graham Birch, Birchier. Judah Lewis, Caleb Emery, and others. And okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to read these directors' <laughs> names. Okay. Francis Samard. All right. Anouk Johan Carl Whistle Weissel. Okay, sure. And uh, the the only thing I've seen that they've done is uh, Turbo Kid, oh, which I that recommend. Was fun. Yeah, which is also on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I kind I'm into this. Um. You know, right now the '80s is really big right now, and this had yeah. that '80s retro slasher vibe to it. And you know, mm-hmm. also, you know, you, you kind of get that Stranger Things kind of feel to it. Oh so, yeah, uh, I'm definitely right. in. 
Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna kill this horse and then and then keep on kicking it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> words out about sign me the fuck up, man. That's I'm gonna watch like this a, one. That's my only concern. <laughs> they're, they're, with between Stranger Things and it, and uh, I, I'm afraid they're just it just almost makes it look like they're jumping onto a bandwagon here. But hey, I'm yeah. in. I'm a child yeah. of the '80s, and I, I love I love both those. So uh, you you know we're all gonna be watching this. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and I, I after you know finding out that uh, the directors uh, did Turbo Kid, I thought Turbo Kid right. was a lot of fun. So definitely, definitely. Um, the only release date that I can find is um, it's I think it's going to be at Sundance or one of the film festivals on. Uh, I believe it already came out as mm-hmm. we are recording this, so I don't know Sundance, about a full that's, release. That's one of the big ones, so they must be expecting a pretty pretty big release on this yeah um don't quote me on sundance so but i know it's hitting the the major film festivals so yeah if it's if it's vod i i'm I'm gonna be i I feel like it's gonna be disappointing but if it's gonna be like a big release then uh i think it'll i think it'll succeed I, i like it all right and now we're going to move on to our last trailer which is already being said as one of the as far as a uh, genre horror movies, those type of you know movies we talk about, mm-hmm. this is uh, going to be one of the best of the year, and that is Revenge, starring Matilda okay. Anna Ingrid Lutz. And yes, that is her whole name. <laughs> okay, uh, she's got too directed, many names. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> directed by Coralie Farget, and I believe she is a French director. So. Hmm. Um, I don't know. This looks like the run of the mill, like kind of great revenge type movie. But the, the house, the last house on the left. Um, I spit on your grave. I spit on your grave. Which I was um, thinking, if we do, if we do review this, I would pair that with I spit on your grave. That would be perfect, and we've never covered that one. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, but I everything I'm hearing, I've been hearing about this movie since last last year and mm-hmm. i've heard nothing but great things about it so okay but yeah, then it, i mean it, it looks it looks interesting it looks pretty brutal actually mm-hmm. um at, at first when we were watching the uh the trailer i was thinking why are we watching this because this doesn't look horror at all mm-hmm. and then, <laughs> yes and then it, i agree and then it goes into it, and it gets really fucking brutal really quick. Um, I, I think it looks good. It's, uh, yeah, I, a revenge movie um, with a, a strong female lead as the, as the main character, and uh, it throws like a, an indie kind of vibe to it, mm-hmm. I think. I, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely watch it. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll be checking it out. Um, yeah, that is Revenge, and I believe, I'm not sure if it's going to be VOD or wide release, uh, February 7th. Okay. And that is our last trailer. Yeah, it's got, uh, I, I want to say, uh, what was that movie with Jason Momoa? Oh, The Bad Batch. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's, I, I feel like it has that sort that. of feel to it. I hope that it's better than The Bad Batch I was. I hope so, too. <laughs> that started out good, but it got so bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I didn't hate it, but man, I really mm. wanted to like it more. <laughs> wasn't wasn't much to be excited about, was it? Yeah. 
Um, all right, well, look, so we've had a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, we're coming coming out a little later than our normal show, but rest assured, listeners, we'll be back uh, recording again on, on schedule again Saturday, so the next show should be up Sunday. Uh, but in the meantime, I am guessing that we have a little bit of feedback. So we got uh, some feedback through our Podbean page from Adam Falkington, who said it's so funny that the same actor played Amphibian Man in my favorite film of the year and the Bye Bye Man in my worst film of the year. <laughs> he also played uh, Smart Man, <laughs> Abe Sapien in the Hellboy movies. That's right. Abe Sapien. Which one was that? The fish man. Uh, the fish yeah. man. Okay, I figured. <laughs> uh, must have thing for being a fish man. There you go. Um, Adam also commented, uh, I know I'm a bit late coming, commenting on this podcast, but uh, I'm with Lance. Uh, I could have done without Robin White being on in this movie, too. Uh, something in the cinema shouted, run, Diana, run. Talking about uh, Wonder Woman. <laughs> okay. It, uh, it completely took me out of the rest of the movie, LOL. Uh, I've watched it since, and I do like it, but Ares was a letdown. Yeah, he kind of was. I, I agree with Ares, but I don't agree with uh, the Robin Wright comment. Yeah. Right. I thought well, she was badass. It was a kick-ass movie. Definitely one of the best superhero movies of the year, if you listen to my list. Um, but, you know, I mean, I know it got kind of snubbed in the Academy Awards, but I don't I don't think it necessarily got snubbed. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Well, hey, shout out to Adam. He's one of our new listeners, and I believe he's from uh, from the United Kingdom. So nice. uh, glad to, glad to have you in the in the pack, Adam. Keep listening, yeah. man. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, brother. Appreciate it. Uh, Carl McCullough uh, regarding the new mutants date change. Uh, guessing it's either not good and needed reshoots, and within three months of release, that's a strong possibility, uh, or no one is sure how the Disney-slash-Fox deal is shuffling things around for a smoother transfer. Oh, that's a good thought. Mm-hmm. Um, they may just let Dark Phoenix be the last X-Men film and scrap this one altogether. <laughs> that would I be rough. Doubt I, that. I have okay. I I want to speak on this real quick. Um, I was listening to uh, friends of the show, the League of Geeks, mm-hmm. and they had a good um, explanation. Because um, I guess uh, to show these movies overseas costs a lot of money for the studios, hmm. and um, something that they were talking about, something that they heard is that they are shuffling the X-Men movies, um, especially New Mutants, to next year because they were all bunched together within a year. <clears throat> oh, I got okay. you. And it was going to bleed into profits as far as like showing them you know, overseas because I, I guess the cost is higher that they have to pay to show these movies. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, everything I'm hearing is um, they're, they're doing reshoots to, to make this like a horror movie, basically. I'm excited uh, about this. Yeah, and 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 everybody has to remember this Disney Fox deal. This this deal is going to take like twelve to eighteen months to finalize. Right. Oh. So everything everything with Fox is going to be business as usual. So. Hmm. Well, I I mean the the shuffling things around for a smooth transfer I think is a pretty good pretty good possibility. Um, I do not think that Dark Phoenix will be the last X-Men movie. <laughs> and I don't nope. think that they'll scrap this one. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah it, they've, already, says, they've, 
they've already filmed it, so. Yeah, right. Uh, there's no sense in that. I mean, they spent a bunch of money on it. Um, uh, he also says Disney can then plan out on how to bring out uh, how to bring the Riding High Deadpool uh, to the X Men and the rest of the X family into the franchise. Ah, maybe they'll add some scenes then. Very good possibility. Future okay. X Men. We got a Deadpool Wolverine mixture going on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which will be fun. <laughs> uh, Justin Smith said, uh, Holy shit, that's a big delay. <laughs> it is a pretty <laughs> fucking big delay. Uh, okay, so Don and Nelly says, uh, here you go, guys. Uh, my- our, our buddy from uh, Horror Mafia podcast. Yes, sir. He says, uh, here's my top ten of the year horror only, as that's all I've seen so far. All right. Uh, okay, was this – okay, number ten is Tragedy Girls. Uh, do, do you guys ever get a chance to see that? No. No, nah, but I think uh, the first week of – February, I believe it's uh, going to be out on a uh, Blu-ray and VOD and all that stuff. Nice. Okay. All right. Checking this uh, one out for sure. Number nine is one that I want to see so bad, and I can't believe I haven't. Uh, it stains the sands red. I've heard uh, so many good things about the one single uh, zombie that just yeah, keeps re- yeah. relentlessly. Like it's somebody I think out in the middle of the desert where they can't get to anyone, but the zombies slowly, slowly, slowly coming after him. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. I, I think Sounds it, amazing. That's, I think that's strange that, uh, I think we were all interested in this movie and mm-hmm. none of us have seen it yet. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> but it's been on a lot of top 10 lists. I mean, it sounds yes, like it it's going to be pretty kick ass. Uh, number eight is the black room. I'm, I'm not familiar with that one. Nah, me no, me neither. They watched a lot of movies. Uh, number seven is The Babysitter. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. Uh, number six is Happy Death Day. Ah, awesome. yes. <laughs> number five is The Devil's Candy. Good awesome. One. Very uh, good. Number four is uh, Satan's Slaves, a.k.a. Pengabdi Satan. <laughs> I assume that's a foreign one. <laughs> Because I don't know what the fuck that is. Okay. Does <laughs> okay. this ring a bell with anybody? Nope. All right. You're going to love this one, Lance. Um, okay. Number three, another wolf cop. Ah, i got to <laughs> see it. I love the first one. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I haven't either. Um, number two is It, Chapter One. Yes. And, and uh, what the fuck? Number one is... Kodoku Meatball Machine. You know what? That name sounds super interesting. So it does, but I don't. I've have never heard of it. But what's it about? Looks I like it's question. Japanese. It's it does sound very Japanese. I will absolutely go check it out, though. He's got a pretty good list going. Okay, yeah, probably, we gotta we gotta check this out. Then we gotta it's find probably this. super violent. Yeah, well, I mean, it's his uh, yes. number one, so shit. Right. Um, bottom five is needle stick. Uh, number <laughs> needle five. Dick, what? Needle dick. <laughs> uh, number four is a dark song. Uh, number three is the transfiguration. Yeah, I heard that was pretty bo- pretty slow burn, like slow burn yeah. to the yeah, to the nth yeah, degree. Heard, yeah, I heard that one's very decisive. Like people really mm-hmm. love it or people hate it. It's on Netflix, right? Well, I, I would go watch it, except it's on his bottom five. So, 
probably not. <laughs> um, number two is Dig Two Graves, which I've heard nothing but bad things about. Uh, it was it was okay, I thought. Uh, and- Gene, Gene, Gene liked it quite a bit. Uh, Brian, remember if did you did you see his uh, YouTube review yeah. of it? Yes, I did. Yeah, I, I I didn't like it as much as he did. What what did you think? I had never seen it. Oh, so. okay. It it was okay. I mean, it was uh, <laughs> kind of like a horror uh, or, or like a um, suspense version of the TV show Ozark <laughs> with the same backwoods type oh, characters. Okay. But eh, okay. Too, meh. <laughs> it's worth watching. I mean, if it's on All Netflix, right. you can watch it. Uh, anyway. Kind of making me kind of making me just want to go watch Ozark. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> uh, and his number one bad film of the year, Hex. Okay, I've never heard of it. Seen yeah. a lot of shit that we haven't seen, boys. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're not worthy. <laughs> I know, man. He, like, he and Pe- I'll bet I'll bet Pedro's seen a lot of these. I'm sure. I gotta catch up on my horror movies. <laughs> uh, all right, so we got uh, Samantha Bean. Uh, quick question, folks. I've never seen Insidious. And that is next on my list of horror movies to watch. Uh, we know that the new one is in the theaters and apparently the prequel to the rest of the movies in the franchise. That being said, should I watch Insidious or the Insidious The Last Key first? I just don't want to be lost in the theater if there are vital elements that I need to have known from the first three movies. Okay. Well, um, a little background on a little background on Samantha Bean is uh, she um, is new to our Facebook group. Uh, we talked about her before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she, uh, her, and her husband are super big wrestling fans, okay. and they made a wager on a wrestling match, and she lost. And the deal was she had to watch like something like fifty or sixty horror movies, and she is completely oh new to the horror genre, so. Um, I, I just want to give a shout out to her for sticking with it, and she um, comments uh, pretty much uh, pretty regularly on um, the group. So um, yeah, just want to give a shout out to her. That she does. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate definitely, it, Samantha. Yeah, she's definitely out of her comfort zone when it comes to horror. So, uh, all right. So the insidious things, though. So the first insidious and the second insidious are like. Back to back, there it's like a regular movie and a sequel, and then mm-hmm. the last two of them are both prequels, right? Yes. So you kind of—I mean, they—they all can can kind of stand alone if you want to, but if you're picking an order to watch them in, um, I'd say watch them in the order that they came out because uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the 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 two prequel movies, which are three and four, um. Are not great. <laughs> yeah. So Samantha basically watch them from from best to worst. Yeah. <laughs> now I, I guess it depends on what kind of horror movie viewer you are, but uh, the original Insidious is actually has some really scary moments in it, and it, man, it was a fun movie to watch. Yes, mm-hmm. the first one. So if you don't like being scared, then probably you're gonna have a shitty year. <laughs> um let's see uh marcy papandria uh says right, i haven't marcy. yeah uh i haven't seen the sequels uh but i adore the original all right there you go yep 
Uh, Ryan Stevens says the first Insidious is excellent. Personally, I always watch the films in order, uh, but I haven't seen the new one, so I can't say if it ruins anything with the original. It kind of does. <laughs> yeah, a little. <laughs> um, Darren Wilson uh, says that if it's a prequel, hopefully they're not expecting people to know about things that haven't happened yet in the timeline. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Patrick, sense, I guess. Patrick Lear says, uh, watch Insidious and Insidious 2 first. They are the best of the lot. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. We're, we're, getting, just, we're getting a consensus here. Yeah, skip that one. Uh, skip, skip the last two if you want to. <laughs> Samantha Bean <laughs> says, uh, well, I went ahead and decided to watch Insidious. I loved it. That hey, ending. Hey, it's coming around, Brian. Hey, yeah. I did. She says, I, I did cry twice and managed not to totally cut off the circulation of my husband's hand. Uh, <laughs> reminder, I am not a horror fan and only started watching them because I lost a bet to Jim. So ah, I, ha- I have to watch 53 horror films. Uh, I'm on number 21 right now. I'm getting much better about being able to deal with them, but I still get scared. Um, that's why I didn't watch it last night. I need to see them during the daytime. LOL. Really enjoyed it. And now I can't wait to see Insidious 2, uh, which Jim has seen naturally. Uh, we'll, we'll do that one in a few hours after my heart returns to a normal speed. <laughs> yeah. It, Insidious is definitely one of the newer horror movies that is, uh, definitely in the really scary genre. You know what I mean? Like that's, mm-hmm. that's one that'll get your heart pumping. Uh, let's see. Regarding the new Snowpiercer series, uh, Ryan Stevens says, uh, did anyone else think that Snowpiercer was basically Bioshock on a train? Uh, Brian, have you really seen that put, one? No, it's a video game, I think. Is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm uh, not familiar. I'm not familiar with that either. I actually haven't played it either because I've been out of the video game okay. world for a while. But, um... It does seem very video game-ish now that I'm thinking about it. Snowpiercer was really fucking good, man. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that just reminded me of some news. Uh, Snowpiercer already, already lost its showrunner. So. Oh, no. Because <laughs> <Well>, <laughs> they don't have Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. Lars from Denmark uh, said, Love the kids' Star Wars episodes. Smart and funny kids. Bring them back. All right. Nice. We may be out of a job. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. Uh, here's another one regarding the Horror Returns bonus episode, The Star Wars Saga Through the Eyes of a Child. Patrick Clear says, asshole. <laughs> says, says uh, Philip has already told us his thoughts on this and <laughs> was a special really necessary. <laughs> Fuck you. That's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay. It all hinges on, I think, what they do in the next movie. Okay. Right? If the next movie really sucks, then The Last Jedi probably wasn't as great. <laughs> but it's leading up. Um, let's see. Ryan Stevens. Uh, this TLJ. Uh, worse. Oh, The Last Jedi. Worse than The Phantom Menace. Wow. No. <laughs> no, dude, you're wrong. Okay, now now he's fucking with us. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no doubt. Uh Art Callie, uh objection on your <laughs> uh, objection, your honor. Lance intimidated little Ivan when oh, little Mickey <laughs> <little> uh, <laughs> correct. He said he didn't oh, like the last Jedi ending. 
Um, okay, Lance, this is what I was I was waiting for. Uh, right. <laughs> Art, Art made accusations that you were intimidating children, so I want you to <laughs> speak your side. That's not true, man. I was just uh, reporting. I was reporting the news. Hey, they! I thought they were going to like it a lot more than they did. It kind of surprised me. Yeah. Um. Shit. I mean. Uh, yeah. I might have. I might have been pushing a little. Oh, <laughs> dude. I'm. I'm totally forcing Star Wars down my kids' throats right now. They're 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 huh? they're not as into it as I want them to be. But I'm like, ah, we're doing Star how Wars old? everything. <laughs> Lance, how old were they? Oh, they're. Uh... <laughs> They're old enough, man. They're—I mean—they're—they're—they're they're, they're old enough to enjoy enjoy the movie, uh, like eight and ten years old. So, okay, you know, yeah. I, I, mean, I, I took I, my like I, I took said, my son. He, I kind of I kind of thought that they would have been a lot more into it. Yeah, I, I took my son. He's sixteen, and uh, he loved it. Yeah. So, he's been trying to get me to show him the prequels, but I'm kind of dreading that right now. Right, dude. They're not that bad. If you if you're like just delving into the Star Wars universe, I, I may be the wrong person to ask, but uh, and just just gaining more knowledge on what has happened so far, it gives you a whole lot of backstory to everything. They're right. they're they're yeah. informational films more than exciting films, I guess. But there's also like shit you don't need, like metachlorians and all that right shit they tried to explain. It just kind of yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're, I don't know. Maybe I'll have a different opinion rewatching it with him, with uh, someone that has fresh eyes. So, yeah. Uh, Episode we'll three see. is kick ass, though. I like that one. Yeah, that's, that's the only one I like. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Pedro Nunez says uh, Lance intimidated me as well when I was on the show. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> now we're now we're just getting silly, Pedro. Come on. Intimidating Lance. Uh, Patrick Lear again says, uh, blat oh, blatant manipulation of little Ivan by Lance okay. Langford. <laughs> Jay Black says, uh, awesome episode. I love hearing the kids' point of view on Star Wars movies. Uh, such a fun time listening. I hope you guys do it again for the Avengers this year. Oh, that'd be fun. Mm, uh, would would be great idea. to get the kids' perspective on that trilogy. Well, yeah, since we never got around to Medea Boo 2, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That'd be fun, though. Like, I, I don't know if you can call the Avengers a trilogy because it's – there's. I mean, I know it's just the Avengers trilogy, but there's been mm -hmm. so many movies that lead up to it, you know? True. But, uh, but yeah, man, yeah. I always, always take the kids yeah. to the superhero movies. Yeah, maybe we'll get my wife to to comment on the movie. She's a big uh, MCU fan, so awesome. oh, not that would be great, man. Yeah, because she is looking forward to Avengers, and I, I she she will not watch D, nothing DC. Really? So yeah, she says she doesn't give a fuck about Batman or Superman or yeah. I love the characters, man. I wish the movies were were better. I just mm -hmm. uh, they can't quite get it right. <laughs> no, uh, let's see regarding FX orders um, what we do in the shadows series pilot uh, Eric King says ugh <laughs> I think hey, he's he's just referring to the fact that they're making too many movies into TV series or something oh, that, was I, like, I that was a good movie 
Yeah, I sure did leave that off of my news notes. Yeah, what did you go? What do you guys think about that? If you said if you've seen uh, the movie or not, I don't know. The movie was fine as it is, you know. I can't even remember the movie. I I feel like I've yeah, seen it. It was it was like a reality show, like a real world, but with uh, but with vampires. Were they all vampires or were they different monsters? I think oh, they were. That's all vampires. right. They were vampires. Yeah, they were all vampires. But then there were the the werewolves or the swearwolves or whatever, like the. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the, not necessarily their enemies, but sort of like, uh, they sort of like look down at them or something like that. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if, if it was the original cast doing the show, which it probably would fine. Be. Yeah. I don't think so. So they're on to much bigger things, especially with, uh, uh, Thor and all that. Right. Yeah. yeah Cause I hear his, uh, Taika Waititi. I hear his name being thrown around for one of the, the standalone Star Wars movies. Oh. oh yes, I heard that too. I heard that too. I yeah, think I'm okay not, with it. Uh, it seems like something that would be cool as a TV mm-hmm. series because you can explore more into that universe. Right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got uh, Patrick Clear regarding Altered Carbon. Hey, that's our uh, movie preview. Yeah, there we go. Uh, not sure if you guys talked about this one or not. Yes, we did. Now we but it looks it looks pretty cool. Uh, kind of a John Wick slash Matrix slash Blade Runner mashup looks like. Oh, that just yeah. sounds amazing when you put it like right? that. Right. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 got a cool vibe to it. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samantha Bean again regarding uh, the unfolding. We came across this on Hulu. The trailer looks decent. Then later we watched it and it wasn't bad. Uh, it's in the vein of found footage, but not jerky or hard to watch. Not terrible. We enjoyed it. Okay. The unfolding. Have you guys seen that? No, I told her I'd check it out though. No, yeah. I haven't seen it either. Well, you let let us know, Brian, because <laughs> I'm, yeah. okay. I'm, not, I'm not, I'll let you go first. <laughs> let me know how the water feels. Yeah, yeah I, I hope I'm not adding it to the list of shitty movies I watched this month. <laughs> this could be a rough month. Uh, let's see, our, our buddy B. Germain. Uh, 2017 was a pretty great year for horror films. Yes, but what it was. Were my favorite ones from the year. Uh, check out my latest article over at thescreencast.com as I run down my list of top 10 horror films of 2017. To see the list, follow the article on uh, part of the follow the article link on our group page and then to the screencast.com definitely yep. check, check that guy out. out yeah yeah awesome. I, uh, I i agree with a lot of his picks <laughs> yeah yeah i do <laughs> all right so that's uh that'll do it for feedback this week thanks to everybody who reaches out to us we love the feedback as always you can reach us at our horror uh, at our facebook or podbean page uh or you can email us directly at the horror returns at gmail.com um, like us on iTunes, like us on Facebook, follow us, all those Insta, Twitter things, and yeah. uh, we'd love to hear from you. Join all right. the Facebook group. Oh yeah, definitely join the Facebook group. That's fun, man. Yeah, that's like I don't keep up with a whole lot of Facebook anymore, just because I don't have time to, to jack with it. But um, the Horror Returns Facebook group is uh, is super interesting. <laughs> All right, so I guess that means now it's time for our uh, 
featured attractions, and we've got a special guest back with us that we love to have on the show. Going to be back next week, too, I hope. And, of course, that's the Nez. Nez, what's going on, brother? I'm good, man. How are you guys doing? Awesome. We missed you. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Before we get into it, Brian, is everything all right up there? You guys had a Uh, little shit? Yeah, all good. People (laughs) over-exaggerating. Yeah? Did you feel it at all? My wife asked me. Yeah, I felt. uh, Go ahead. Sorry. My wife asked me, is your friend all right? I said, I think so. so. Yeah, I, I, me and my wife, we was laying in bed watching TV, and I thought she was, like, shaking her leg, you know, shaking her bed. But, you know, it was like a little minor little little thing, and I jumped on Facebook, and everybody was flipping out. And uh, <laughs> But uh, where it actually hit, it was, like, uh, like over... It was like eight point two or something. Holy crap! Wow. Yeah, but that that was like off the coast, and we're nowhere near that. So, all good up here. It's all a, right. It's a big good state. <laughs> it's a big state, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Kevin, uh, if they listen to us, they listen to you, man. But but why don't you go ahead and and give everybody give 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 everybody the pl- the quick plug plug for all all your shows and. What you guys have coming up? Uh, we've kind of been on a little hiatus. I've been working and traveling all over the place, going to conventions. I'm leaving for uh, Anaheim tomorrow morning. Uh, my son and I are going to the NAM show and uh, going to be there all weekend. But um, you can also hear more of that adventure once I sit down and record it. Probably my daily wrap-ups uh, for the Mac Nez podcast. And you can hear that. I'm sure you guys already know uh, on Podbean or iTunes, just look up Skater Nez Podcast Network. Skater is S K, the number eight E R, then Nez, my last name, N E Z, Podcast Network, and, and everything's on there. Mac Nez, E Society, uh, Big Guys, as well as uh, Out of Necessity. All that's on there, so please feel free to listen to all of them. Uh, Out of Necessity, again, is kind of geared more towards the younger folk because uh my host uh, the zc from the east society his daughter uh jumped in i know i mentioned this before but um yeah she's talking about teen issues and all that and like i said before i don't understand a lot of it because i don't know what these kids are talking about these days but other than that yeah man everything's good man uh Got back from Albuquerque Comic Con. I have a show that I recorded some interviews, but I did not put it together yet. Just been lazy. Plus, uh, work has been kind of hectic. The weather, winter season is kicking in. I'm sure it's full full blast for you, Brian, up there. Yes, but uh, we're looking at some snow tonight. All right, cool. Well, we uh, we appreciate you jumping in to join to join us to talk some some Day of the Dead shit, but. Uh, first, just a real quick little aside. As we record this, we're recording a little later than normal this week, but uh, the uh, the Oscar nominations have now been announced. And before we get started, I just want to give a real quick shout out to uh, obviously Guillermo del Toro and uh, The Shape of Water and those nominations, as well as Jordan Peele uh, for Get Out. So we got two, you know, almost horror movies that are actually. Uh, Nominated for Best Picture and Best Director. Um, Kevin, you're with me that you think Wind River got snubbed, I'll bet, huh? Hell yeah, they did, man. The Golden Globes gave them no love. Now the Oscars. So if any of you Oscars or Golden Globes 
or listening, fuck you guys. But uh, <laughs> uh, I, want get, I want Get Out to win, but I just I kind of have a feeling three billboards is going to yeah. win it. But who knows? We'll see. It's a good movie. Any any other big snubs that you guys uh, could think of? I mean, Wind River is my number one. I think it should have definitely had a couple of noms. Um, I, I Tanya. Oh, yeah, I, I thought it was a kick-ass movie, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen it, but I heard uh, Jessica Chastain got snubbed for Marley's Game. Oh, I would agree. Yeah, she was really good in that, man. I think it picked up a Best Adapted Screenplay nomination, and that's pretty much it. Oh, speaking of that, I'll give a shout-out to Logan. Got nominated oh. for Best Adapted Screenplay. Oh, nice. Yeah, unheard of. Mm-hmm. He should have been a, an actor, a best actor for that one, because that one, oh, that one was amazing. Yeah. Even the new one that's out, The Greatest Showman, I guess they mm-hmm. didn't even bother with that one. Yeah, I think it's got a, so- a song nominated. That's about, <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe costumes, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't look too too deep into the costume stuff, but uh, what do you guys think about Wonder Woman? Do you think it, it, it should have gotten any nominations? Yeah, at least cinematography it didn't even get that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. There was a thread on uh, you you saw the thread Brian on ben, on binge media about that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, think I didn't it, exactly read it though. <laughs> just kind of glanced over it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, movies that uh, one movie that's that's definitely uh, I'm sure not going to be nominated this year is 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 one we're going to cover tonight. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, you guys, you guys. I'm afraid you, you three. Were, hopefully, you all saw Bloodline and fell on the proverbial sword because I missed this one. Uh, I've been. I was. In, uh, I was in. My wife surprised me. That's why we're recording late. Uh, a last minute trip to New Orleans. So I've been there for oh. four days partying it up. Um, well, that's awesome. But uh, we'll start. We'll start with the classic one. Uh, Day of the Dead. Director and writer George A. Romero. Uh, also known for Martin and the Dark Half, as well as many other films we've talked about. Um, most of the zombie extras in this film were Pittsburgh residents who volunteered to help out in the film. That's pretty cool. Hmm. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed uh, when the newspaper was flapping around there, some of the headlines uh, said, The Dead Walk, uh, and then we got Vice President Declare State of Emergency, uh, Whereabouts of President Unknown, Food supply dwindles, and another headline said, Man, man bites man. <laughs> and, well. uh, last piece of trivia <laughs> real pig intestines were used during the gore scenes. So, uh. this, this movie doesn't get as much love as the other two. Uh, uh, Kevin, what are, you, what are you thinking, man? Oh, man. This movie's awesome. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, George A. Romero. I met him once. I got to talk to him, and I will never forget that. Um, but this movie, Day of the Dead, uh, Dawn of the Dead, out of his his all of his movies, all his dead movies, he, Dawn of the Dead is my favorite. Um, but this one will probably come in third because I like night and then then day. Um, mm-hmm. But this movie is awesome. I, I saw it when it came out, and I wasn't. Usually, I mean, I, I felt this way with with the the first three before all these Land of the Dead and Diary and what have you. After that, um, I was always like, 
okay. It was like really slow. This is when I was much younger, a teenager, and then right now I can appreciate all the slowness because I wanted just zombie and gore and action, and I didn't get it. It was just uh, a real slow burn. But that was when I first saw it. Now that I'm much older. And I can enjoy every minute of it. And this movie is amazing with all the practical effects. Uh, the acting was good. Some of it, not so. Some of the side actors were, uh, I thought, pouring it on a little too much. And, but it was a good movie. I mean, I like what they did. And, and like you mentioned, uh, the, the pig intestines. I mean, you're watching all the special features uh, on the Blu-ray. Um, they said they just they couldn't. They didn't put it anywhere. They just kind of just left it out. So the next day when they got back and had to film, everybody was like on the urge of, verge of throwing up. And they just, well, well shit, we, we got to use it. So they, they just stomached it. And, and uh, No wonder everybody's so pissed off. And <laughs> <laughs> what they did, I mean, they filmed some of it. I believe it was supposed to be down in Florida. But all the inside stuff was in, um, I think it was somewhere in Colorado. Because uh, I remember there was a commercial on the uh, it was either the DVD or the Blu-ray for the, the it was a storage unit uh, underground storage unit place and that's sure. where because during the movie you see there's boats and RVs and everything they actually just left all that in there and just kind of worked around it so that was that was really cool um, and overall I mean this movie is is a, a horror masterpiece I mean I love it. Um, and I have nothing but good stuff to say about it. Um, and I couldn't even tell you how many times I've seen this. I mean, watching it again for for the listeners, um, it was it's always a treat to watch it. Just to pull it off my shelf, throw it in, and just veg out for however long it was. And uh, I love it. And I think what I really loved about Romero's Dead movies of the, out of the original three. It was all the same outbreak, the whole everything, but they never fit together. Like, Night of the Dead didn't run right into Dawn of the Dead, and Dawn of the Dead didn't run right, right into the Dead. It was all just um, this one. Groups. The first, yeah, the first two were, were two different. Well, they were all different groups, but the first two were in the uh, um, Pennsylvania area, Pittsburgh, and all that. So, and this one was just totally somewhere else. So, I, I thought it was good right. just to spread out throughout the United States. So um, I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was an amazing film. Yeah, I uh, I enjoyed it a lot more on this watch uh, than the, the first time. Because the first time I watched it, I was just trying to compare it to the first two movies. And I was grow as I was growing up, I was always like, because there were only these three as, I w- as we were growing up, Kevin. And uh, I was just like, ah, you know, it's kind of weak. It's just not nearly as good as the other ones. On second viewing this time, I fucking love this movie. Mm-hmm. And what are, you know what I really like? You're talking about um, how the three movies are kind of interconnected, but they're not. Um, I like the way the, these are not just like, you know, straight up horror movies. They're, they're especially the last two. Uh, well, I say the last two, the, you know, Dawn and this one. Obviously, like, like you guys are saying, many more came later, but... Uh, they're almost like uh, action adventure movies, where they kind of like you know you've got a group, uh, and I and I always love movies that have that have a group of people that have to work together to a common goal. But you've got all your different personalities, like you got the real aggressive militaristic people, you know, you've got the the main chick that's the hero, you've got you know the dude that keeps freaking out uh, and can't handle anything, 
And so it's kind of like a microcosm of society, which I think is what, you know, like you liked about that TV show, The Mist, uh, Kevin. Um, <laughs> I love it. I don't care what anyone says. One um one thing I, one thing I noticed the uh, the main actress I guess her name is Lori Lori Cardell have have you ever met her at a con or anything Kevin? No, I haven't. I mean, I, out of everyone in in these dead movies, the only one the only person I've met other than George was um, Ken Forey. Uh, oh. I, met, I met him at Comic Con and we did talk about Dawn of the Dead and that was all I I it was right before uh, Devil's Rejects came out. So I mean, I was okay. just talking his ear off about Dawn of the Dead. And it was cool, man. He answered all my questions, so I, he was a really nice guy. That's all right, awesome. Well, I, think, I think we've all... I don't know how far you guys have gotten into but I think we've all seen uh, Fear the Walking Dead, this the spinoff TV show. So as I was watching this and I was watching her characteristics and mannerisms, I really kind of think that they've got uh, the new, the new uh, main character in Fear the Walking Dead modeled. I think, I think she owes a lot to this character. Do you, do you guys agree, looking back? Oh, uh, Madison. Yeah, that makes sense. Kind of the same it, look, the same strength, you know, just a lot mm-hmm. of the, the, the same mannerisms, I thought. I mean, I just it, it kind of struck me that way. And yeah. a, a, a strong female lead in a zombie movie in 1985, man, who'd have thought? Well, yeah. the first one, you know, your your main hero was a black guy. And that was un, unheard, yeah. unheard of back then, you know, that's Romero, oh. man. But yeah, this this second viewing, man, I I, I love the hell out of this, and I tell you what, I really enjoyed was the fucking zombies. You had the like the football player zombie and the clown <laughs> zombie. You guys ever played that uh, video game uh, Plants vs Zombies? Uh, maybe once or twice. <laughs> Any uh, Brian, you ever play that on your on your phone or anything? No, I haven't. Uh, I'm sure some of our listeners know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, that 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 game owes a lot to this movie. So, you know, <laughs> every I, zombie movie ever owes a lot to George Romero. <laughs> for sure, for sure. What 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 did you think about this, Brian? Oh, I agree with everything you guys said so far. I think uh, this movie is actually underrated. And uh, one of the things I want to speak about is. Um, it kind of flipped things around because you were kind of, you know, rooting for the, the zom- zombies in particular, like Bub. Because <laughs> yeah, I, right? I really enjoyed that character. <laughs> that's like out of the Romero series, you know, that's one of the most iconic characters. And you kind of root for him because uh, most of these military guys are pieces of shit. Like, they're like not the most likable characters yeah and super racist <laughs> yes <laughs> you know i felt even though he was kind of annoying miguel i felt really bad for him <laughs> you do yeah. you do you do his time was coming if it wasn't mm-hmm. from any of the zombies it was going to come from some of the military people but um yeah i i've always had a had a soft spot for this movie and um the special effects were awesome and um, one of the things I liked about this movie is, you know, you don't there's not a lot of characters in this movie, you know, so, you know, it's just it's the story is easy to follow. And I think it is highly underrated. Yeah. Yeah. A good way I mean, to put it. One, yeah. Of, one, one of the things that I loved um, about this is that um, Tom Savini did the makeup. Yes, I'm sure he did. But mm-hmm. um Greg Nicotero also helped along with him, and Greg Nicotero. Oh, look at also, that. He was one of the soldiers in it, so I thought that was cool because he got bit in the neck, and they ended up shooting him. Uh, it was I think they were, when they were trying to round up 
uh, one of the zombies out of that corral and everything all hell broke loose and yeah Miguel I felt sorry from now but in the first time I watching this I was like oh, fuck that guy I, I was like kill him because he's gonna get somebody hurt and, but uh, I've it got a soft spot for him now because I, yeah. I, I can understand him just not being being able to handle all this chaos that's going on in the world uh, in this film so yeah I, I loved it <laughs> yeah I, me too man I, I, I actually I don't think that I've ever seen this and uh, I watched the 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 Day of the Dead Bloodlines first, so I extra appreciated this one. <laughs> it was uh, uh, I think that there was maybe a little overact when you said your little side characters were maybe uh, laying it on a little thick. Were you talking about that uh, one of the little jerk military guys, the short one? Yeah, <laughs> who like was laughing nonstop, nonsensically. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> both of those guys were a little much. I like Steel, the big guy. He was cool, but the little yeah. guy's sidekick was—he uh, was bugging me. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Uh, but I—I I, I felt like everybody was. Uh, all the characters were kind of on edge in this movie, um, as opposed to the the bloodlines that we're going to talk about. But uh, so they were all kind of on edge. So it made sense that they were sort of fighting and. And, and arguing with each other nonstop. Um, and the, the, the main bad guy at least held some sort of command over everybody. He had people that mm-hmm. were on his side, uh, which, which made sense, even though he was an asshole and they probably should have taken him out a long time ago. But, <laughs> uh, but man, I loved it. I, I thought the, uh, I thought the effects were great. Um, Bub, uh, I'm sure, is a uh, a big inspiration for the movie Fido. If you've ever seen that, oh, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah now that you mention it, um, I, uh, including another probably 50 zombie movies that that George Romero inspired. Uh, but yeah, this one was uh, was great, man. I, I don't really have a lot of bad things to say about it. It was a little bit dated because it was you know mid 80s and the music is goofy, but it's a mid eighties movie. That's what you're watching. Uh, it's definitely worth a rewatch though. Uh, go back and, and take a look at it. Uh, I had, I had a blast. I kept, I wanted to see what happened next. I kept yes. watching it and watching it and I didn't get bored. Let me, Brian. I, got, I got, well, I got one question for you, uh, Kevin, if you don't mind, uh, before I forget, um, what did you think about the ending, man? Did you think uh, that it was set like some of it was kind of like a fantasy ending, or do you think it all really happened that way? I think it all happened. I think she just well because she woke up at the end, uh, right? When they were out on the beach and having a good time, and then she opened up the helicopter and the hands came out. So I, I kind of just think that it, no, that was the very very end. But when they were mm-hmm. running to the helicopter and when they opened it up, the, the zombies grabbed her. Um, right. I think that was just a dream. I mean, okay. not the whole movie, but just that, just that part when when they got to the helicopter. Kind of, kind of so, like the hand, the hands at the beginning coming out of the wall. Yeah. Okay. Cool. They, like they said, I mean, even um, the captain—I can't remember his name. Um, he he said it because they they said we're all on edge, so everybody was feeling it. So mm-hmm. yeah. Totally understand why they were at it. There was times where the soldiers were fighting each other. I mean, they show a scene when they're all just fighting. So, I mean, everybody was on edge in this film. Uh, but Brian, which um, 
Do you have this on Blu-ray? Uh, no, I don't. Okay, because I wanted to know. Um, I have just the first go around. I don't have the Shout Factory or Scream Factory or whatever it is. I don't have that one. Uh-huh. I just want to know what what was different on it. I mean, extra wise, because if it's just the same print, maybe it's cleaned up a little more, but. I don't want to rebuy it if it's the exact same thing. I just I always buy movies if they have better extra features, but I haven't even looked at it. So I'll just... yeah, yeah. This this is this one out of out of the original uh, Romero uh, trilogy is the only one I don't have. Overall, I mean, this, this movie is is an amazing uh, film, uh, a good zombie film. But they, again, they never really called them zombies in this, so it was a good dead. Dead mm-hmm. film, and I loved it. And George Romero, man, it just—this is what we got when we were when we were young kids. From we're little little guys with Night of the Living Dead, then as we got older, uh, Dawn of the Dead, and then teenagers, we got Day, and it would, all three of them were amazing. And this one is, like I said, is probably my third favorite. And uh, this is one that I can go back to all the time. I mean, yes, it. Some people say it's dated and everything, but um, I guess if if you're an old fart like me. Um, you can appreciate it still, and I still love it. I mean, I let my son watch all the dead movies, and uh, Dawn of the Dead was his favorite. And but he did right. like this one a lot. He liked. I think he liked this one more because um, the zombies are the dead. They looked, they looked dead. They were all looked corroded, and they're all yeah freaky looking. But I, I was when I was talking with him after he watched it. My problem with it was that they looked too. Like they look like monsters. Like if you look at Dawn, the, the Dawn of the Dead, it was just basically like they just slapped some blue and purple paint on whoever <laughs> right. whoever they can get a hold of, and then just throw them out there in front of a camera. Mm-hmm. I mean, not too ma- not too many of them had the 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 little latex stuff all over. Them. And and this one is like everyone that was uh the one of the dead living dead all had the the latex uh, stuff on their eyes and and the crazy teeth. And everything, but I mean, that was it's. I only I'm only saying this because I love Dawn of the Dead so much, and this one. I mean, I remember that was the first thing I had noticed when I first saw this. Was like, oh, the zombies look different and weird. But now watching it over and over, I can appreciate for for what it is. Well, especially since they sort of set the precedent for what zombies should look like, and now that's what they all look like. Yeah, good point. Uh, Kevin, rating? Yeah. Um. I'll give it a nine, and I'm only giving it a nine because of the, like I just said a second ago, and how they looked. I mean, I, I wasn't that big of a fan of it when I mm-hmm. first saw it, but like I said, now I do appreciate it. So I'm, I'm just going to go with my original uh, rating back from when I very first saw it, and I'll give it a nine. Wow. Yeah, I, I give I give it a strong eight, man. Definitely, definitely the lowest of the first three movies, but still super strong, man. Good, good strong eight. Um, I'm also with you, uh, Lance. I'm gonna give it an eight. Also, um, highly underrated. If you if no one's seen it, I think definitely check it out. Yeah, I uh, I'm I'm actually right there with you too. I'm gonna give it an eight. I really really enjoyed watching this one. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. It's pretty iconic. Uh, even though it's not really the one that you hear about a whole lot, it's uh, definitely worth the watch. Go check it out. Plus, it's only two ninety nine on uh, Amazon Video, according to IMDb. Oh, so, is that to purchase? Uh, I I don't probably just to watch. Okay, but dude, it's definitely worth three bucks, man. Go check it out. 
Yeah, two ninety nine, well spent. So uh, sounds like all we have a consensus. All four of us uh, highly recommend this as well as the original trilogy, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, boys, we're gonna move on. Day of the Dead Bloodline, which is a brand new uh, film. Was this considered a twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen release? Do you guys know? Uh, I'm not sure. Twenty eighteen, I think, because it's it's a it okay. had a January release, which ah. you know. Horror movies in January. <laughs> All right, one of the first then. So the director is uh, Hector Hernandez Vicens. Uh, he's also known for the Corpse of Anna Fritz. Any any of you guys seen that one? Negative. Never heard of it. Yeah, I never heard of it. Actually, actually heard it's pretty good. Heard it's a pretty good movie. So uh, I have a hard time believing that. Uh, okay. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> okay, writers Mark Tondari and Lars Jacobson. Def- definitely not Lars from Denmark, brother. <laughs> we know you'd do a lot better job, right? Yeah. Uh, only piece of trivia I could really find on this is the end. It's kind of a no-brainer. The crashed helicopter seen near the beginning of the film is an obvious shout-out to the original. So, uh, Kevin, you want to go first, man? Uh, yeah, I mean, with that helicopter, that was what I thought of right, right from the get with go. But before we get into this, Brian, did you see um, other than the the, the 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 remake? Did you see that other one, Day of the Dead, uh, uh, Contingent, or whatever the hell it was called? It's from oh, like two thousand eight gar- or something, right? That yeah, that garbage with Nick Cannon and Ving Rhames. <laughs> no, there was one before that one. Oh no, no, no! I. I kind of after I watched this one and then I watched the 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 Ving Rhames remake and then I was just kind of done. I, was, I didn't want <laughs> yeah. to see no more. There there was another one that came out uh, before the the actual remake one and it um, it read good but when you watched it oh my god it was horrible. I mean it started off black and white it was supposed to uh, kind of lead off of uh, Night of the Living Dead, and then it went into modern times, and then it just, no, it, just it was stupid. But, uh, if, if you guys have seen it, you know. If if not, don't don't go out of your way for it. <laughs> but uh, the Nick Cannon, what? Uh, <laughs> well, I'll tell you this right now. I like that one more than this one. Bloodline. Wow. Bullshit. <laughs> Oh man, this movie made me mad from beginning to end. I was just like, "When is this shit over?" I was like, "Ah, oh. I know." <laughs> I kept looking at the time, going, "Okay, it's almost over. I can get through this." Uh, I almost stopped it at one point and said, "I'll watch it the rest tomorrow." But I was like, "Man, fuck it. Let me let me just get through it." Right. And it was a <laughs> it was a painful watch. It's uh, like eating a really bad meal that somebody made, but you have to eat it because you know you don't want to not be polite. <laughs> <laughs> You're just forcing your way through the shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I mean, the the thing that I did like about it, there was a lot of practical effects. Uh, I thought that was pretty sweet. Whoever did the special effects did a really good job. Uh, I'm not that big of a fan of CGI blood, so I mean, but they didn't go overboard with it, so that that was good. But it's like who who they had the budget to make something good, right? And decent, but they, thank you. They just threw shit at shit, and that was just like, <laughs> oh, eight fuck. million fucking dollars was the budget for this movie. Eight million dollars. Uh, wow! Well, they just threw it out the Where'd window. Where'd it go? <laughs> I have no idea. The spent it all on the, effects. The the only dude I knew was uh, the the main zombie guy. He's the only actor I had seen in other things, but 
Oh, no. <laughs> can someone else go? That's about all I could say before we get into spoilers. All right, I'll go. <laughs> this one, uh, th- this one was a little rough, man. Uh, I, the acting was really bad, and the the writing was really worse. Uh, I didn't. Oh no! I didn't care <laughs> about anybody in this movie. I really just could not have given a shit if the zombies ate them all. Uh, the the effects were good. I'll give them that. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't. I wasn't mad at the visuals of the movie, um, but man, it, yeah, it was kind of hard to get through. Uh, I liked that they kind of gave uh, a little bit of an homage to the original Day of the Dead because it sort of had a reimagining of the same plot line. So mm-hmm. I get that, but there's no way this movie should have been attached to the the original trilogy at all. You know what I mean? Like, how did they get? How'd they the get license the name? for that name? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was uh, uh, there was there was actually one point where the the uh, the main lieutenant guy who was in charge of everybody, who's just an asshole to be an asshole, and I have no idea how he got in charge of everybody because that dude, like the second he spoke up, I just slapped him in the face. Kind <laughs> kind of like Negan, huh? Yeah, <laughs> well, no, he's not like Negan at all. No, he's he, he's he's uh, just this little measly little dickhead guy, and he just is an asshole to be an asshole. And I don't know how anybody follows him. You have to if you're going to be a leader, you have to have somebody following you. And there's no way anybody was following this guy. There was one point where he was talking to, uh, um, it was it was a it was a black female. I I don't know if it was one of his soldiers or one of the people that lived there or whatever. Um, but he said something along the lines of, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to do everything that I can to protect you people. And I so wanted her to turn and look at him and go, you people. people. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then he shot her in the head. But <laughs> wow. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, supposed to save that, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> getting ahead of yourself, Philip. Oh, that's okay. You know everybody's guys. gonna rush out and see this now. Day of the Dead. Well, that's where this movie should have fucking stayed dead. Because do not go watch this one. I'm telling you, it is not worth it. I'm. You can try, and uh, it's kind of an effort to get through it. But kudos to you if you do. Um, I thought it. It was just that one asshole guy, and 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 nobody else was on edge the way that they were in the original. Uh, that's why I was talking about that in the original. Um, it was just this guy being an asshole just to be an asshole. And then I thought that the whole mm, – I can't get into that because of spoilers. But the main zombie uh, had a weird – I'll talk about it later. <laughs> I, I didn't like it. <laughs> it was a bad movie. No. There's a thousand other – zombie movies that you could watch that have the same concept as this one that are way better. Go watch those. Wow. Fucking World War Z had the same type of concept. Go watch that. Uh, Save us, Brian. Uh, I can't save you because this movie is a piece of shit. This is <laughs> oh, January has been brutal this month. Yeah. Yeah, I think is it, it might be this might be the <laughs> right now the bye bye man the of this year. <laughs> what? Yeah, this, yeah. this movie, this, is, this movie yeah. is fucking 
the the dialogue's horrible. The characters are horrible. You don't care about anybody. Everybody can die. Everybody's making stupid decisions in this movie, and it's just (laughs) fucking horrible. And um, and it makes me mad that that you take something that has Romero's name attached to to it, and then you you give us this and. Oh, no. Without getting into spoilers, you know, they try to do something with, with the character from the original one, and it's just like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. Oh, no. It just oh. takes everything away from what, what they tried to do in an ori- in the original one. And it's stupid. They tried to add stuff to the zombies and... Mm-hmm. I got I gotta is, see this, I gotta see this and, movie. <laughs> I've gotta see Kevin, this movie. Kevin, I agree with you on on an entertainment level. I kind of like the the Nick Cannon one more because Nick can the Nick Cannon one kind of falls into that. It's so bad, it's good because it was it, at least it made me laugh. This one, I also paused this one and kind of came back to it later. <laughs> I wanted I just, to. I just I, I thought about it. Yeah, I, I I felt obligated because you know we're. Reviewing it for the show, so that's the only reason I finished it. But the the <laughs> but you you can, you, can, cause you can see the ending coming like a a billion twenty minutes away. into the movie, right? Uh, yeah, fucking. That's why ending. I was like, man, this makes it hard. Oh wow, uh, yeah. Woo. Let's just get into spoilers because <laughs> <so> rough stuff. <laughs> What are you, what are your scores, man, Kevin? <laughs> I'll give it a two. Hey, that's, that sounds not too bad. Well, I'm only giving it a two because I did like I enjoyed the special effects. Yeah, okay. whoever, whoever did it did a whoever did them did a really good job. All right, fair enough. Mark, uh, are you gonna go ahead, Philip? Uh, oh yeah, sorry. I guess it was my turn. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm uh, same thing, man. I'm gonna give it a. Uh, I'll give it a three at least because of the special effects. I think visually the movie was really good. Uh, it was just okay. The writing and the acting was just really bad. That's a shame. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably go ahead and give it a two. Um, some some of the effects was pretty good, <laughs> and uh, like you said, Philip, you know uh, it was shot well, but. <laughs> I, I I not in my right mind can give it any higher than a two. I'd rather watch. Last key again. Oh, yeah, no. absolutely. Me too. <laughs> I was like, I'm ready to go back to the theater and pay money for it. <laughs> all right, boy. All right, boys. Y'all, y'all got to spoil this one for me. Come on. <laughs> Fuck, man. I mean, it was exactly World War Z. Them trying to find a, a cure right? for fucking outbreak, and the the fucking wannabe bub character was a was a, a fucking Max. rapist a rapist guy named Max. Uh, and, right. Uh, yeah, you rape. They they start it with a flashback, <clears throat> and so she's at the at the beginning of the movie, and he is uh, a character who is just in the hospital. She's like a med student, mm-hmm. and uh, they he's he's got like an unusually large number of antibodies in his blood or some shit like that, and so they're they're continually drawing blood from him, and he's like this creepy fucking uh, what's the guy's name with the rats. Oh, Willard. Uh, Willard. Willard. Yeah, oh, Willard. Willard. Yeah, he's just Willard. Okay. Willard. Crispy, yeah. Crispy right? Glover type. Yes. And uh, and and so he has got some weird obsession with her. 
and then he tries to rape her in this in this room in the dark with a cadaver behind him. <laughs> comes like, to life and he, saves her. <laughs> he carved his her name into his, I think it was like his his right arm and yeah. Ooh, that's when she well she was already creeped out by him but when she saw when he look I wrote your name on my arm that's when she was like fuck this and then Oh fuck! I mean, this uh, this movie wow. was fucking everywhere, and I hated it. <laughs> I don't yeah, know why it, they even had that part of the story. Like, couldn't they? Like, if he'd have been her boyfriend or some shit, I think it would have been a little bit better. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know because apparently Max is Lance. Basically, Max is the bub character in this movie. Mm-hmm. But the way they they built his backstory, you already fucking hate him, right? So you're not. So you're not rooting for this bub, huh? No, I really yeah. like Bub. And then when you're reintroduced to him as a zombie, he's like this fucking stealthy ninja parkour zombie that's like sneaking <laughs> oh. into the military base. Wow. Yeah. And uh, and then he apparently he's uh because of the antibody. I didn't get that whole thing that it made him the I guess he was the cure or something. He had to What? I, I did I was totally lost. Like something about his blood. Uh, so, had the antibodies in it to make a cure or something. Yeah, he can still think, and he's like he's he's like a, a a super smart zombie basically. But he's still a fucking zombie. How in the hell is he the cure? How what kind of pseudoscience yeah, bullshit is this? Yeah, he, basically what what the Doctor Frankenstein character was like teaching Bub, you know, to to kind of you know think again. Mm-hmm. This guy was already able to think on his own and he remembered everything and trying to talk and all kinds of stuff and I, I don't know I just thought it was fucking stupid and apparently hung out in that fucking lab for five years yeah he's so smart he can't open the fucking door to get out <laughs> he he wasn't like fully dead because when they did the yeah. uh, scan of him, there was parts of him that were still alive oh, okay. heart, heart and some of his brain and I can't remember what else but it was just Okay. Fucking stupid. Yeah, man, he was he was able to think and he talked a little bit and he wouldn't eat anyone. Well, he bit a couple people just to to kill him to get him out of the way, but he didn't like eat mm-hmm. them or anything. He wasn't like your regular dead that was eating to eat. I mean, and there was just I was like, "What the fuck is this?" So when when all that shit started is when I almost shut it off cuz I was like, "Fuck. When is this what, shit over?" What was with the what was with the people when when someone got bit? Didn't it seem like they were almost exploding? With blood, <laughs> yeah. like in the, in the beginning, when that one got pulled down into the subway, it's like the zombies just drug him down there. Then you just see this big blast of blood go shooting up. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? It's a blood bag. Had to spend that eight million dollars, man. Well, uh, when that's where they spent it, obviously. And every time that she tried to like defend this guy from the from the military dudes that were just trying to shoot him because they're zombies we gotta shoot them like i i i didn't feel for it at all i'm like why are you trying to defend this guy tried to rape you blow his ass away he's still he's still got blood Mm -hmm. (laughs) i understood why she was trying to keep him keep him alive i mean just for the to find the cure thing but they, they did trying to find that cure and when they did kind of find it it didn't do anything. It didn't go anywhere. The the movie was over, and uh, like yeah, like you guys said, I didn't give a fuck about anybody in this movie. Even the little kids, I didn't care. Man. Even the little like, kids, yeah, exactly. It was like fucking, uh, just everyone died. There was someone let off a bomb or something and <laughs> let the whole 
cave cave in. I was like, oh, just just to end this yeah, movie yeah. In quick. <laughs> oh my god! And we and we and we spoke on the we spoke on the dialogue. It's a lot of cliche conversations. You know, they oh. had the the hold on to my necklace until I get back. Little thing going on and the that stupid conversation with what foods do you miss and everybody's like just having a conversation mm-hmm. i don't know i felt like i've seen this movie mm. as far as like some of the dialogue they put in it yeah right and, right out of the walking dead a little bit huh yeah well, and they, they could not have made the ending cheesier oh yeah well hey we're in full spoilers <laughs> what happened <laughs> Well, they find the fucking cure from the blood from this guy, and then she gives some stupid little... Yeah, I guess. (laughs) I kind of would have preferred her dead. Um, (laughs) She gives some stupid little speech, and her and her boyfriend, you know, walk away into the sunset, basically. Yeah, all the zombies are dead, huh? Uh, okay, I'm looking at the cast list. This this makes me even more mad. I guess Uh the asshole uh, guy in charge. Yeah. His name is Miguel Salazar in the movie. Okay. So Miguel was the the whiny, uh, whiny oh, crying guy from. So they flipped right. that whole character into somebody else. Oh man! <laughs> Turned him into a pretty boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which him and his brother, they did not look like no Miguel and Baca Salazar. Mm-hmm. Not one bit. Oh no, that they were they were both about as white as you can get. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. this movie, man, Lance, well, don't even torture yourself, man. Oh Just... no, I have I have to see it now, man. This sounds like a strong contender for bottom five, man. Oh yeah, it's definitely making show. it on the list. Yeah, right now it's either. number one. You can't say that yeah. for sure, guys. <laughs> I can <laughs> absolutely say it for sure. You know, it it, it kind of gave you it kind of gave you that when you watched the Bye Bye Man, you just knew, right? You just this knew. movie was going to hang around for the entire Bye year. Bye Bye Man was better than this one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, no, I gotta see this now, but oh, I'll be I'll fuck. be damned. Hold on, guys, I'm looking on iTunes. I'll I'll be goddamned if I'm going to spend six ninety nine to rent this shit. Right, that was my problem. <laughs> oh man! Well, maybe it'll be on Netflix pretty soon or something. It, it, just wait, man. This is, we're still the beginning of the year. It'll pop up on one of these. Okay. Streaming. Don't pay for it. Don't look for it. If it just falls in your lap, watch it. Until <laughs> other than that, don't. Okay. Even if it falls in your lap, if you get bored halfway through the movie and you're like, right. "Oh fuck, I already know where this is going to end. I don't really want to watch it anymore." Just, just stop. Just stop. <laughs> That's a piece of advice that I can give you. <laughs> All right. Like I don't even really remember most of the ending. I know that the the stupid little girl no. that they were trying to save at the very beginning was running in the direction that the zombies were coming. So that was fun. And somehow she still makes it out alive. Hmm. It's like, oh fuck, never mind. I, mean, I was about to say everyone when the zombies overran the the cave you figured that would have been it. Everyone would have been dead because there wasn't really anywhere to run. But apparently, mm-hmm. there was a ton of them still alive, and everyone lived happily ever after. And I was like, "Oh yeah. fuck!" I mean, yeah. well, whatever. <laughs> you know, I don't even think they explained how they got out. Maybe, <laughs> this, maybe there was a dumpster to hide under or something. <laughs> this, this fucking movie's stupid, man. Oh, yeah. they they had zombie. I don't know who. Some of I said some of the practical effects were were pretty good, but then how they made up the zombies. Some of them were just like 
for some reason they're eating someone and they got the person's intestines like wrapped around their neck for some reason. And <laughs> there was a scene, there was a scene I noticed like when they, when the zombies seen another person do attack, there were one zombie took the time to, to unwrap the intestines from around his neck before he chased. Them. And I was like, that, that seemed kind of weird. That, that dude doesn't know how to eat spaghetti. Wow. Oh, man. <laughs> man. Oh man. All right. Well, uh, enough said, guys. I yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. Uh, as always, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. Uh, we'd love to hear your feedback and ideas. Of course, you can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail dot com. Uh, and and Kevin, w- w- again, where can they reach you if if they want to reach out to uh, to MacNez or, or SkaterNez? Yeah, you can leave a review or whatever, or a message on iTunes or. Uh, Podbean, Skaternez Podcast Network, or look up um, MacNez Podcast on Facebook as well as uh, the East Society. Both have pages. You can reach me on there, or just look up Kevin Nez, and yeah, I'm reachable. You, you'll find me. Well, man, Kevin, I, I'm I'm wishing. I mean, I'm really wishing that uh, that you can join us again next week, man. I will definitely. And what are we doing again, Brian? Uh. A movie that we've been talking about doing since uh, late last year. <laughs> a movie that you guys are going to have to convince me is a good movie. Uh, Wish right. Upon. Cool. Wish Upon. And, and, uh, uh, this one. and we're going to pair that with uh, Wishmaster. Yes. Okay, cool. All right. All right. All right so, uh, Kevin, until the horror returns again. Good night.